Mahomes looks to throw it. Pump faking right side. He wants it. A comeback cut. It is caught by Kelsey. Touchdown, Kansas City. The game is over. The Kansas City Chiefs are champions. How about those Chiefs? Welcome to the Kingdom Corner here with Andrew and Dale. The Chiefs had the bye week for the first round of the playoffs, wild card weekend. We're going to recap a few of those, but we're also going to jump into the Saturday game in the divisional round where the Chiefs will be facing off against the Jaguars Saturday at the 3.30 afternoon time. So, Dale, first thoughts, how you feel about the Jaguars coming in the arrowhead? Hey, here's my question to you. All right. Did the Jaguars win their Super Bowl? Well, they got. I mean, their first they, their first home game in a long time. They won a yeah. playoff game. Is their emotions? I mean, Trevor Lawrence celebrates at the Waffle House, which I'm a big fan of. But did they win? Did they win their Super Bowl uh, Saturday night? Well, basically, because they're not going to make it to the Super Bowl. So <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you what, that Trevor Lawrence man, he. Yeah, he looks like the real deal. Yeah, he looks like the real deal. I think we're going to be facing the Jacksonville Jaguars for uh, the foreseeable future, especially if that owner keeps pumping out money and uh, spending on players. I mean, they get a couple more players. They're going to be a heck of a team to beat. Yeah, for sure. I mean, after the first year, I mean, they had disaster coach last year. Uh, I'm trying to remember his name now. That uh, legendary Ohio State coach. What was his name? Oh man, uh, I had it. Uh, I can see his face. Oh man, well, I'm sure I'll come to me here in a second. But, anyways, they had him. No, I thought I had it for a second. It didn't come yeah, out. Yeah, but yeah. Anyways, we all know. Uh, um, Urban. Yeah, Meyer. Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. There, there it is. Woo. <laughs> Ooh, that took a lot longer than necessary. And yeah, that's but a lot we longer. got there. We got there. So they had Urban Meyer last year. He was a disaster of a coach in the NFL. Just. Man, just seemed to from the outside yeah. looking at it, seemed to just do things to sabotage his team and oh yeah, maybe not necessarily sabotage, but just didn't build a lot of team chemistry. And you need that in the NFL as much oh, yeah. as any other level. And so he's in one year and out, and Trevor Lawrence just looked lost most of the season. And then got Doug Peterson, the former Andy Reid assistant, former Chiefs That's offensive right. coordinator coach, now coaching with the Jaguars and comes in there and seems to, for all we can see from the outside, looks to have turned Trevor Lawrence around and into oh, yeah. a Pro Bowl caliber player at the minimum. Yeah, which makes you think, uh, kind of makes you wonder, why did he get fired in Philly? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, really, I mean, like, he turned that program around. I think uh, his first year they won the Super Bowl, right? They his won. first with year. With Nick Foles. With yeah. Nick Foles. So, yeah. you know. Uh, against Tom Brady. Uh, so, I mean, quite an impressive win uh, there for sure. And so, yeah, it makes you wonder, like, why did Doug get fired from that job? But, uh, hey, I'm sure Jacksonville Duval County is excited to have uh, Doug Peterson there. And yep. uh, he's coming to Arrowhead. Yeah, and the Eagles are making their run this year too. So, it looks like all parties kind of figured something out at least. And There you go. But, yeah, let's recap a few of these games that happened earlier in the weekend uh just initial thoughts so we had the saturday game to start with um with the seahawks and the 49ers and the 49ers blew them out of the water final score of 41 to 23 but at halftime uh the seahawks made it close there right at the end at halftime it was 
uh, 17 to 16 and the Seahawks had the lead. Yeah. And then uh, that was about all the Seahawks could do for the most part. Right. Yeah. And so, and then again, I'm glad Geno Smith got the opportunity. Maybe the Geno Smith experiment is over. I don't know. We'll see what the Seahawks decide to do. But I mean, you got to think what's uh, Russ Wilson thinking about the Seahawks going to playoffs and uh, at least getting in the playoffs. I mean, he's sitting at home uh, with his feet up on the coffee table right now. Yeah. Yeah. So the 49ers, they look good and their defense is. Oh, yeah. uh, the thing that is driving that team, no doubt. So the other NFC team, uh, that teams <laughs> that played yesterday was the Giants and the Vikings, and the Giants pulled the upset against the Vikings in a score of thirty-one to twenty-four. And I don't know about you, but honestly, that didn't surprise me that the Vikings got beat. I thought they were kind of playing with house money most of the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, when even when they were undefeated, they were undefeated in one-score games. And when yeah. you're undefeated that long, and they're all basically one-possession games. It just means the ball's bouncing your way, and you gotta, you gotta do something because eventually oh, the yeah. ball's gonna bounce the other way, and that's what appears to have happened. Daniel Jones had a huge game against the Vikings, so yeah. Daniel Jones got himself paid. Yes, he did. That's why I think, uh, I think I was listening to uh, Cowherd on this YouTube clips, and he said we just watched someone, one guy win the lottery. Yeah, basically, because yeah. Uh, because of that one game where he played his best game, he played in the playoffs, which is crucial. And so who do the Giants play? Do they play the Eagles, I guess? Uh, yeah, I believe so. So the Eagles had the bye in the NFC, and so they'll play the Eagles, and the 49ers will play the winner of the game going on right now, the Bucks and the Cowboys. But uh, it looks like the Cowboys are going to win that game. If, yeah. You know, unless, barring a miracle, the Cowboys right now are up 31 to 14 with a minute 30 left in the game. There you go. Now you told so, everyone our secret when we're recording this. Oh, man. I know. Sorry. I, I blew our cover. Blew our cover. So those <laughs> are your you NFC teams. So who is your favorite uh, uh, coming out of the NFC to make the Super Bowl at this point? Man, I tell you what, it sounds crazy. But it's hard to pick. Like watching the Giants game, uh, it is yeah. hard to pick. Like if they play like that, I don't think there's going to be much of a team that could beat them. Uh, their defense showed up. Now again, we have to take this all into consideration that they were playing Minnesota's defense, and yeah. Minnesota's defense is not good. Right. I'm sorry, Minnesota fans. I have a friend that's a good. That's a. It's a big Minnesota fan. So this pains me to say. I think I texted him earlier this year and I said, "Hey, your Vikings are fools gold." And, there you go. Uh, <laughs> that made me. Uh, I'm sure he so, loved that. Sure he as loved soon it. as I as soon as I sent that text, I felt horrible, but it's true. I think they're fools gold, and I think it proved out. Like these one score games, like you just alluded to, was the fact that hey, the, the balls just bounced your way. Uh, to have 11 games one uh, within one score is incredible, and never been done in NFL history. And so, yeah. Well, and I keep this were, in mind too: the Vikings were the number two seed going to the playoffs, and they had a negative point differential. I mean, how many teams go into the playoffs as the number two seed and your opponents has outscored you for the entirety of the regular season? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah, it is incredible. So So I would say – but my heart and my gut say the 49ers would be the team to go with. Yeah, I I would agree. I think the 49ers is my pick out of the NFC – barring Jalen Hurts coming back and playing 100%. Because yeah. him playing 
it, the Eagles just they have so many weapons right now. Right, right, their right. Defense right. plays well. They are a very well, underrated defense, and their offense with Jalen Hurts is moving the ball quite effectively. They were one of the top scoring offenses in the NFL this year. So if Jalen Hurts comes back and plays healthy, which at this point I, I'm yeah. not sure what's going to happen. Definitely with that. could. Yeah, he could. He could. So he had uh, a week off, you know, with the bye no. having the first seed, but. Man, the 49ers look really good. But we were talking about this earlier with Brock Purdy with the 49ers, that rookie. He's looked good, but I think eventually he's going to run to a defense that schemes him up and it's going to it's going to make him, him. Yeah, it's going to make him look like a rookie. It's going to confuse him. But I yeah. also think that Kyle Shanahan is such a great coach. Yes. And I think he can make you and I NFL quarterbacks. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, all of our. I know. I know. We love football. We dream about playing the football. But I really think Kyle Shanahan could tell us if he was in our ear in our helmet. I think he tells when to throw, where to throw it, and I think we would uh, win a game or two. Yeah. So I mean, all of our passes would be within five yards, but we'd still get it. (laughs) Oh yeah. Like hey, don't. uh, We're we're not the players that are going to be chunking it seventy yards down the field. That's for sure. No. So no. Yeah, well, let's look at the AFC side. So, first off, the Chargers and Jaguars, which was, I think, the most intriguing game on the AFC <laughs> side in the wild card weekend, even before the game started. Uh, many people were picking the Chargers for the upset, and many even oh, expected yeah. the Chargers to win that game. But, as we know, the Jaguars came back to win that game 31-30. to At halftime, it was 7 – no, not 17, 27-7. But the Chargers were up 27-0 at one point, and then – Second half, they pulled a game out like the Chiefs did against the Bengals in the playoffs oh, last year. They hey, had, they, hey, they that had, hurts. It does hurt. It does hurt. It hurts. You know what? I've we've heard so much from these Chargers fans over the years that you know we can't finish games, but the Chargers, the curse of the Chargers came back again. That's been their the thing that's been the knock against them for the past several years is that they can't win close games, right, and they right. they've lost many one score games over the past several years and. It just came back down to that again. They couldn't play defense, so they only put up three points in the second half. If you don't Sounds play familiar. defense, yeah, yeah. If you don't Sounds play familiar. defense, only put up three <laughs> points in any half of a playoff game, you're not going to win that game. Yeah, as as Pat Mahomes last year. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was just chalking up. We're playing the Chargers next week. Yeah. That's what I thought. I mean, when it was twenty-seven zero, I was like, okay, well, I guess we're playing the Chargers. Here we go. Uh, my worst nightmare is coming true because <laughs> right. play a team like that three times in a row or three year uh, three times in one year is tough. And so, yeah, I mean, the Chargers are good, no doubt. But yeah. for Jacksonville to come back, and I just wonder, I, we kind of talked about this off the off air, I guess off air. Uh, <laughs> that's right, we're on air, people now. So yeah, that's right. Uh, where like did the did the Jaguars win their Super Bowl? You know, did yeah. they like so emotional, like coming back, defeating that, winning a home playoff game? Is that like, you know, man? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a lot of emotion run through the, it is, run through the old body. It is. And I mean, credit to the Jaguars. They played excellent this last month or so. They've been playing really well since the Chiefs lost. They've only lost one other game for the remainder of the regular season. And now they've won the playoff against? game. It was against who? the Lions. It was against well, the Lions. There we go. There so, we go. And they got blown out. I think it was like 40-14, something like that. And uh, but the but the Lions have uh, done that to many people this year, you know, right, in right. surprise fashion. They almost pulled the upset against the Bills. So 
uh, the Lions are not just a knockoff team anymore. They're if they continue in that trend, they will continue to be a team that you have to take seriously every week. So, but really yeah. in the NFL, you got to take every team seriously. And we talked about this in our last uh, episode too that the Chargers was one of the teams that we wanted to least face in the playoffs, the ones that made us the most nervous. Oh yeah. Players. Because the division rival, it's a team that always plays us close. And so, yeah, thank you, Jaguars, for that, <laughs> that win against the Chargers because I did not want to see them in the playoffs. Yeah, not that the Jaguars are going to be a cakewalk. I think, no, I think no, like, uh, when we played them week 13, uh, they are a totally different team to uh, week nine. Week 20? Week 20. Oh. Pretty much. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, week yeah. 20, yeah. So, yeah, so when we play next, it basically be week 20. So second round of the playoffs here. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so the other um, AFC games was the Bills versus the Dolphins. Uh, the Bills won that game and the Bengals against the Ravens and the Ravens pulled that one out. Well, both, let's say both, the Bills yeah. barely pulled it out too. I mean, well, my yeah. goodness. They were both one possession games. One was by seven and one was by three. And I think either one of those teams uh, – could have lost to their opponent that game and they're playing against teams and the dolphins and the Ravens who didn't have their starting quarterback and they still right. almost pulled out the upset against those teams yeah both those teams right they were on the second string with the ravens and the third string with the dolphins yep yep and so, exactly i mean my goodness and they struggled mightily i mean josh allen let's just talk about the bills for real quick josh allen turning the ball over uh Defense not making stops. I mean, that was a that was a close game. Yeah. And again, we understand that division opponents are hard to play against because they know you, they prepare for you, they actually draft mm-hmm. for you. And so, I mean, yeah, that so that we had to take that consideration. But you yeah. would think a third string quarterback, you wouldn't have any trouble with. Uh, but you wouldn't think so. That was not the case, was it? It was not. So, and Josh Allen for the past month or so has. Um, to his greatness as people have thrown his way. He has been on a streak of turning the ball over quite frequently over the last month or so. And that continued against the Dolphins. He had two interceptions and one lost fumble. Um, and it's because of that, that the Dolphins were able to hang in the game. And if he does that against any team, and you could say the same for the Bengals too, they had some costly turnovers as well. If either one of those teams continues those kind of turnovers, they're not going to beat much yeah, of anybody yeah. else. So um, yeah, so the that means the Bills and the Bengals will be playing uh, on Sunday this next week, and Chiefs okay. will face off against the Jaguars. So uh, is let's that just a neutral start... field? Is that a neutral field sign? It is not. It really. I wonder why. Be. Why? Why should? Why wouldn't it be? You know what? We've talked about this a lot, and let's just throw it on out there for people to join in on our <laughs> thoughts. The NFL wants the Bills to win a Super Bowl so badly. Oh, so they bad. do. They want them so to. Bad. They changed – we're not going to get into this too much right here because we don't have time for that. But <laughs> they changed an, an overtime rule for the Bengals that – or yeah. sorry, for the Bills that benefit the Bills that the Chiefs did not get after they were the uh, losing end of that same rule. Well, that was uh, like 20 they, years ago, right? That was like 20 years ago. Uh, Yeah, last year. Actually, oh, I the guess year it before, was – two years before? I guess against the Patriots, so that was about three years ago, so – Oh, I think so it's three, two, oh. 2018. So, but the Bills voted for the rule change, though, right? Exactly. They, but they you voted. know what? You would sure think so, but they did not. 
They did not. Oh, so when the Chiefs brought this to the committee, they didn't vote for it. Oh, okay. You are All correct. Right. The Chiefs were the only okay. team that voted for it. And now that the Bills were on the wrong losing end of it, they said, you know what? We do want that rule change. <laughs> so now both teams get a possession in the NFL uh, playoffs guaranteed no matter what happens, even if the other team scores a touchdown. Yeah. Then uh, all of a sudden the Bills don't have to play on a neutral field against the Bengals. However, if the Bills happen to win and the Chiefs happen to win, and we're not going to dive into that much because we don't want to jinx anything and we're not superstitious, we're just a little stitious, right? So, Yeah, right, right, right. right. And so uh, if they happen to play each other, the Chiefs and Bills, that happens to be at a neutral site, even though percentage-wise the Chiefs have a better record. But they didn't have that. They didn't have that in the rule books before, did they? You would be. You would think they would, Dale. You would think they would, but oh wait, they do have that in the rule books. Win percentage. Win percentage is in there, and they decide to change the rule mid-season, mind you, not even mid-season, late season. Yeah, to benefit the Bills. That's what it comes down to. So, anyways, again. We're Bills glad DeMar, we are glad DeMar Hamlin is doing a lot better. Yes. In fact, yes. he was in the building. Uh, we don't want to take anything away from that. But the fact is, Absolutely yeah, not. it seems like a lot of times uh, the rules get changed to benefit the Bills. And so it sure does seem that I way. I mean, you yeah. you make your own call. You make your own call. Yeah, that's what make we're going to say. Make your own call. Make your own call. You I will say that's, that's fine. I will say if we happen to get Sheffers as a referee in any of these last playoff games, they for sure do not want the Chiefs to win because Sheffers yeah. has been the Chiefs' demise as oh, a yeah. NFL referee calling crazy things. But anyways, I digress. So the Bills and the Bengals, uh, we're not going to get too much into that game because this isn't a Bills or Bengals podcast. But who do you think what wins time, that game? What, what time do they play? It's a great question, my friend. <laughs> they play Sunday uh, okay. at 2 o'clock p.m. Central time. Oh, so that actually kind of benefits the Chiefs because they play Saturday. Yeah, so that actually kind of benefits. For the first time, the Chiefs got a little benefit. You know what's crazy? They should do this every year. The one seeds play on Saturday and the other ones play on Sunday. Yeah, they should do that. They should do that that every year, but this is the first year in at least three, well, at least two years. I know the previous two years for sure the Chiefs played that game on Sunday, so not sure what the difference is. Who do I think wins? Uh, My gut tells me the Bengals are going to win. Yeah. But also I, it makes me nervous because I think as of today, they were on, they were unsure. And I don't know if they come out uh, with anything, but one of their offensive linemen was, so three of their offensive linemen for the Bengals may be out for yeah. that game. And yeah, that right. would be a huge loss. Yeah. Right now Vegas has uh, the bills uh, well, they opened as a four-point favorite, and now they're a five-point favorite, and I'm assuming that's oh wow a- after the, the money. news. Yeah, well, because of the money, I'm assuming also after the news of that left tackle being out. Oh, he uh, is out for sure. Okay, well, I don't, I don't know that he's out for sure, but I'm wondering okay. if they changed the line because of it, and you know, don't know. So I don't think anything's been decided for sure on that left tackle, but the line has changed from four points to five points uh, in favor of the Bills. So. Okay. I, uh, I've gone back and forth. I think either one of these teams could win, but I think the Bengals will win unless they have some meltdowns and turnovers simply because the Bills have not been playing their best football over yeah. the last month no, or so. And the not. Bengals have been. Um, minus these two playoff games, neither team looked great in the playoff games in their first round, but 
just given the last month or so, I think the Bengals are the better team at this point. So, but let's jump into the Chiefs and Jaguars game, the game that we really care about. So that's Saturday yes. at three thirty. The Chiefs have opened at as an eight and a half point favorite. I it's mean, unreal. for unreal. a playoff game, that is huge. And I'm here's my question: Is that too big of a line to open as as a playoff game? Especially yeah, this I'll, isn't even the wild oh, yeah. round. We're the second round in the divisional yeah. round. I feel like that's well, too big of a line. There's I'm, a couple I'm not that's saying, the, yeah, and I'm not even the, saying the Chiefs can't can't cover that, but I'm just saying that's a big line to open as for a playoff game. So the last time the Chiefs played Week 13, the Jaguars, they beat them by 10. Yeah. So I mean, have yeah. they changed that much? Would be the question. And we're getting Tony. And we're getting, you know, maybe yeah. Nicole Hardman's going to be out in the field, you know. So like, there's, there's like definitely a lot of upside to, uh, yeah. to the Chiefs. But yeah, so I mean, eight and a half sounds like a lot of points yeah. uh, for a divisional round. But I think that shows a little respect towards the Chiefs for the first mm-hmm. time. Maybe Vegas yeah. actually giving respect to the Chiefs and say, hey, the Chiefs are the Chiefs, and Andy Reid off a bye is unbelievable. I think if yeah. remember, I, I, we didn't look this up. Because we're bad podcasters, but I think he's <laughs> but like if you're 23. listening, we're great podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's twenty three and three off a yeah. of bye, and so something like that, something somewhere around that. And so Andy Reid is basically undefeated off a of bye, uh, mm-hmm. and so he's got his bye, and here we go. Uh, I think I don't think it's that big, and we got the Arrowhead Stadium factor, yeah. right? Yeah, loudness. Uh, yeah, sure. Trevor Lawrence has won in high school. Sure, Travis War- Lawrence has won a national championship, but has he played a playoff game in Arrowhead Stadium? No, he has not. He has not. No, he <laughs> so, has not. He's yeah. got one playoff game under his belt, and he was losing 27-0, and won because uh, of the falling apart crash of the Los Angeles Chargers. So, Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, what did they have, five turnovers in that game? Yeah, the Jaguars had five turnovers, and I even asked you at that point, has a team ever won a playoff game committing uh, or being minus five in the turnover margin in one game? I mean, There's no way. I feel like no other team has ever been able to accomplish that. I think if they turn the ball ball over four times uh, against the Chiefs and the Chiefs do do it none, I don't think the game's going to be close. Well, it's funny you say that because do you know how many turnovers the Chiefs had against the Jaguars? I'm guessing now that I said that, probably four. They had three. All right. And they had three less possessions. So even with three turnovers and three less possessions, we still won by 10? Yes. Well, and and I will point out that that is good. It makes makes me feel good about the Chiefs, but the Jaguars are a much different team than we were when we first played them. The Jaguars are on a hot streak for the past month or so. They've been playing football like it depended on it because it did and they snuck into the playoffs won their uh division which yeah is pro not probably pretty it's, bad it's not the worst the, yeah it's probably the worst division in the afc uh, oh for yeah sure, which is why they're the four seed but or the way, nfc right because was it houston and i the don't Colts know playing the, for the, the, the houston the, Colts the, playing for the one seed or i'm first just saying pick? The NFC South is pretty awful too, though. Oh, that's true. That's so, true. Okay. All right. All right. The, those, two are, up. those two are competing awesome. against each other, the South divisions. Let's flip a coin. Yeah. Probably be as much. The NFL luck would as like that, right? The NFL would like that. We flip the coin. See who's the worst division. They they would. 
So uh, that's how they determined uh, the Bengals' first playoff game there uh, was a coin flip to figure out who got home field advantage against the Ravens. So that's crazy. Yeah, so uh, here's my big question for you. Okay. So Bill Belichick's been a big uh, coach for this kind of strategy and – his strategy has always been, I'm going to take away your best player and force you to try to beat me with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And so if you were playing that kind of mindset, who do the Chiefs have to stop for the Jaguars in order to beat them? Yeah, you – Or again, who you should they me, try? You asked me this off air. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And give me a little prep. And so I've been thinking about it. I think it's ETM. All right. I think if you take the run game away, I think that takes away the play action. I think, And I think our corners – this sounds crazy for a Chiefs fan. I think our corners are good enough to cover their uh, their out, their wide receivers and tight end. Yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say my person is their tight end, Evan Ingram. Okay. I, okay. I think they have to stop him. I think that is Trevor Lawrence's biggest safety blank is Ingram, and uh, well, he's he's also their biggest receiver. They don't have a massive, you know, six eight receiver in their wide right. receiver room. They, no. I'm not. No disrespect to any of those wide receivers. They're in the NFL, you know, but uh, I think their biggest weapon on the passing game is Evan Ingram and the Chiefs have to stop him. And I think uh, with how the Chiefs, hopefully the Chiefs defense will continue playing like they have been the past few weeks. But if they do, the Chiefs defense has been stepping up against the run the past couple weeks. So hopefully that can continue in the playoffs and we continue to get pressure on the quarterback make Trevor Lawrence move from his spot and then make him start rushing a few of those throws and hopefully force a few of those interceptions like he had in his last game. Yeah. And I think Pacheco, he may be a guy. Yeah. And then uh, Andy Reid is doing Andy Reid stuff, bringing in uh, Jones. And so, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think like, you know, just like, which has to make every defensive coordinator and uh, head coach think like, why is he playing Jones now? And what does that mean yeah. for next week? And, like, you know, like, yeah. just making them think. Yeah. And so – and then if they get McCall Hardman back, I mean, I think the whole uh, – and then the little – I don't think we even talked about the snow globe uh, that they did against the Raiders there. And so, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the, just – The play that didn't count but should have counted because they called a yes. hold when it was just a pancake block is all it was. Oh, yeah. A so, I mean, I, I think Andy Reid and the playoffs, I feel pretty good. Well, that's pretty good. good. That's yeah. good. So, as far as the Chiefs go, uh-huh. is there anybody on the Chiefs that has to step up their game for uh, their matchup against the Jaguars? No, I think it's Pacheco. I know All he's right. been playing well, but again, he's a rookie, his first time, and I think yep. uh, he has to. When he gets the ball handed to him, he has to get three, four yards every carry. And I know that sounds like a lot, but I don't think it's that much. And I think. He just needs to make sure he's getting positive yards, especially if they run him first down. Get those positive yards and keep him moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if we have a lead, I think that's what will kill us against Cincinnati. We didn't have that running back, uh, Clyde's Edwards Hilaire. I think he might be in witness protection now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> could be, you never know. But I think when we were trying to run the ball, I mean, we changed our game plan. We just need a guy that can run, that can get us a couple first downs and a punt, maybe you know, and just take some time off the clock. Yeah. Uh, well, I would say 
what the Jaguars really, or sorry, what the Chiefs really need, who they need to step up. I'm going to say their tackles. Uh, okay. The Jaguars, as I point out before, they have some great guys on their defensive line, including Josh Allen, not the Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, but the other Josh Allen. And right. Uh, <laughs> you can make your own <laughs> thoughts about those two Josh Allens, but I'll just say <laughs> one of them is probably better than the other. It's probably not the one you think. But <laughs> either way, <laughs> they got a Josh Allen on that defensive front who is a beast of a man. Yeah. They're the Chiefs tackles have got to step up and have to protect Mahomes uh from that. So yeah, yeah. if they can keep Mahomes clean, I think that's gonna make a huge difference in the game. So and it, it always does, but when you have a great pass rusher uh and a great defensive front like the Jaguars do, your offensive yeah. line comes into play huge, huge, huge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so what's your score prediction for this game on Saturday against the Jaguars? So I feel like this is like a uh, the, the the 49ers game where there's there, a statement game, right? Uh, a statement game to the rest of the league. So I'm going to say 41 to 20 to 20. All right, 41 to 20. So like we said before, the Chiefs are favored by eight and a half points The total over under is 52 points so you would be over in that so 40 yeah, yeah. 20 i'm gonna say chiefs 38 okay and i think uh the jaguars will be at 24 so 38 to 20 so they still not, cover they're still covering but maybe not as big of a margin as you have so 38 yeah. 24 is what i'm going with i just feel let's see i'm looking at right now it's gonna be 50 degrees on Sunday or Saturday. So the weather's not going to be a factor. It's going to be partly cloudy. It's going to be uh, perfect. Sounds good. With, yeah. 41, 41, 21. All right. 20. Yeah. Yeah. 41, 20 is what you said. So, okay. And, you're going to hold me to it. I can feel yeah. it. I can feel that. I <laughs> and, feel it, Andrew. You're going to hold it to me towards hey, that one. Yeah. I, I'm all about accountability here. <laughs> all about accountability. So I'll stick with my 38 to 24. So follow us on twitter too at the kingdom corner uh actually it's just kingdom corner uh on twitter so we'll be probably posting some tweets live from the game this saturday oh, yeah. maybe some photos and videos so it'll be good make sure you're following us there uh if we remember we might do facebook but you know twitter is where all the magic oh, happens yeah. as far as podcast goes so twitter's where you want to find us at, at at the kingdom corner so thanks for joining us in this episode of the kingdom corner we will be uh, excited to watch this playoff game on Saturday against the Jaguars at 3.30 in the divisional round. We're hoping for a Chiefs victory and hoping the Chiefs can continue this run and hopefully make us very happy fans by the end of the season. <laughs> but we're not going to say much else on that because, once again, we're not superstitious. We're just a yeah. little stitious. So That's we'll right. see you next time right here in the Kingdom Corner. <laughs>